Hello, everyone. Welcome to a bonus episode of Fake TV Critic. I am here on this beautiful Monday for a couple of reasons. One is that if you are finding this podcast because you are, like I am, a fan of Joe from Small Town Failing, Bloody Good Horror, and Friends of the Real Housewives, welcome. I guested on Joe's podcast, Small Town Failing, which is about Lifetime and Hallmark movies. And we discussed the 2018 Jody Sweeten, Brendan Fair movie, Entertaining Christmas. As you all know, if you listen to this podcast, I love me some Hallmark Christmas movies. I did a whole series in the fall recommending my favorites of the season. And it was so much fun to get to go back and watch one that I had seen before. And I love Joe. So when I, I said this on his podcast as well, but the day that I woke up and decided that I was going to start listening to podcasts, um, I like started going through and realized that there were podcasts for like everything. And I searched for, I, I think it might've been Vanderpump Rules actually. I think I said The Real Housewives, but it might've actually been Vanderpump Rules, but it was one of the two was airing at the moment. And I was like, wait, are there podcasts about this? And I found Friends of the Real Housewives with uh, his co-host Evan, and I listened to it for years. I was a Patreon <laughs> of theirs. Um, I loved that podcast. And as we all know, when you listen to podcasts regularly, um, you start to feel like you're friends with the hosts. Um, a lot of you know what that's like because you, the only people who listen to this probably are my actual legitimate real life friends. <laughs> but especially when you're like listening to people have a conversation about like TV, which is what we all do. We talk to our friends about TV, right? So we watch TV so we can talk about it. Well, not everyone, but most of us. <laughs> and, you know, when I'm like, I would watch Housewives and Southern Charm and Vanderpump Rules and then listen to this podcast and like sometimes literally talk to my car as if I was like the third person in their conversation. And now getting to like actually talk to Joe was I'm fangirling a little bit. It's stupid. Um I got to actually talk to Joe. So now I get to actually say that I really am friends with him. And that's so much fun for mostly for him, but also for me. So go listen to the episode of Small Town Failing. It is available anywhere you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, you know, Spotify, whatever. And you can follow Joe Small and Failing on Instagram and I think on Twitter as well. I think that's the handle on Twitter. I had so much fun. It's a fun episode. It's Christmas in July. It's hot as balls out right now in New Jersey, Pennsylvania area. So if you are needing a little break from that, go listen to this podcast where we talk about a movie that takes place at Christmas that was filmed right around this time of year, starring a queen for the people, Jodie Sweetin, who, um, if you did not catch was um being manhandled by police a couple of weeks ago at a pro-choice rally in la so we are all team jody fuck candace cameron and <laughs> we are team stephanie in this house so go listen to that that's number one and again if you found this podcast through joe welcome i hope you stick around i'll be back more regularly in the fall but i'm really here with breaking news. So I talked 
God, over a year ago, one of my first episodes that I did of this podcast, um, I discussed how Jen Shaw from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City was arrested. And she was arrested, I think it was in April of 2021. I want to say somewhere around then, March maybe. She was arrested during filming of the show for uh, wire fraud and money laundering. And since then, this whole case has blown up. They were in the middle of filming season two of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. That aired at the end of last year. We got to see her like doing some shady shit, right? Where she like basically got a call, someone saying that the feds were coming to find her. She got unmiked and started to flee, right? So the feds like pulled her over on a highway as she was leaving. And like they showed up at the uh, beauty lab and laser where they were all getting ready to go on a trip to Vail, Aspen, something like that. And like the department of Homeland security and like their bulletproof vests, we see them like creeping up from the window of the bus. And then we get a whole episode of that, of the other housewives talking about it and finding out in real time, what the fuck is going on. Just like we were, it was riveting TV. Right. And then Jen, this whole time has professed her innocence, even though everyone else involved with this case has pled guilty, including her assistant, Stu Chains, who was also on the show. And she was the lone holdout with not guilty, right? And her court date kept getting pushed back. There was a Hulu documentary that came out. Um, what the hell was it called? It, was, it wasn't The Housewife and The Hustler. That was, that was the Erica Jane one. But it was something like that, like The Shaw Secret or some shit. I don't know. It's on Hulu. Go look up Jen Shaw on Hulu. It's there. It's pretty entertaining. And basically the gist of it is that um, it was alleged, and I will get to this, but is, she's now pled guilty to it, that she was part of a telemarketing scam to defraud the elderly out of money by selling their information to telemarketing companies who would, I think, maybe like steal their identities or like or steal their bank accounts, something like that. And basically it was all this shady shit on the side where like there was being covered up with a legal practice, a legal practice, but the actual thing they were doing was illegal. And she professed her innocence ever since she was arrested, including on the series. And honestly, she was so entertaining last season on Housewives that I think a lot of us were kind of forgiving of it, that it's like, oh, well, she's probably a felon, but LOL, who cares? She's so much fun this year. Well, after being delayed and delayed and delayed, her court, her trial was supposed to start next Monday, July 18th in New York City. And I talked about this, sorry, sidebar. Again, if you found me through the small town failing that came out today, this is exactly what the podcast is like, where I, I didn't take notes. I don't even have anything open on my computer right now. I literally forgot to open the news story. I am just spitballing. I'm going to be checking Twitter as I'm talking. Um, I don't plan shit. So I talked about this on the podcast as well, that like, these are federal charges, number one, it's New York, number two, and there are two counts. This is not the government trying to like throw everything at Jen Shaw and see what sticks. They fucking had her. They had the evidence because if they didn't, they would charge her with like 50 things and try to find the one they could get a conviction out of. They didn't do that. They charged her with two huge ones and it was conspiracy to commit fraud and something else. Um, I'm going to, again, I'm going to check as I am, as I'm talking about this. So regardless, the whole point being that 
she was going to be found guilty. Like the federal government does not come after you for small potatoes with one or two charges. This was like, if, even if it went to trial, they were going to nail her, right? So the trial was supposed to start next week, July 18th. This morning, July 11th, um, there was an emergency, not an emergency, but a last minute hearing called for a change of plea. And this was in SDNY, the Southern District of New York, I guess. At 10.30 this morning, it is currently 11.20 a.m. as I am recording this. At 10.30 this morning, they convened and Jen Shaw changed her plea from not guilty to guilty. Dun, dun, clink, clink. Insert law and order theme here. Guilty. Jen Shaw admits guilt. And the transcript is very much like what you see on Law and Order, where they're like, do you wish to change your plea? Yes, Your Honor. I'll need to ask you questions. If there were a trial, you could see and hear all the witnesses against you and your attorney could cross-examine them. Do you understand those rights? Yes, Your Honor. You'll be giving up all of these rights and there will be no trial. Do you understand? Yes, Your Honor. Did you read the indictment? Yes, I did. You are charged in count one with conspiracy to commit wire fraud in connection with telemarketing. That's what she pled guilty to. Conspiracy to commit wire fraud in connection with telemarketing. And they dropped the second charge, which was conspiracy to commit money laundering. That was the plea deal. If she pled guilty to the first count, they were going to drop the second. Because honestly, if she pled not guilty to both and then was found guilty of both, I think the maximum sentence would have been like 45 years. Whereas now, the one she's pleading guilty to, the maximum penalty is 30 years in prison. 30 years. Now, again, sidebar. Um, I don't know if you all recall when Teresa Judice was on trial that there was all this talk in the press about how like the maximum sentence was going to be, I think like 18 months, maybe something like that. And she ended up getting 15. So she got real close. Then there was like when the situation from Jersey Shore, when he was on trial, uh, again, I don't know if anybody watched Jersey Shore family vacation when that was happening, but basically that whole series, they were like, no one, whatever, I forget what the charge was, but whatever it was, they were like, no one's ever actually served time for this charge. So they're, they weren't worried about it. It was going to be like community service and hefty fines, maybe house arrest. And then he got the maximum prison sentence. So this is all to say that federal courts are starting to come down a lot fucking harder on TV star celebrities, especially these reality TV people in general, especially in this area. Both of those examples were in New Jersey, but this is close by in New York. So I honestly would not be surprised if Jen Shaw gets a pretty hefty sentence. Now, the sentencing is going to be scheduled separately. Um, but as of today, she has pled guilty, signed everything. Um, and Okay, so she she signed the agreement in more of the transcript. In this agreement, you've agreed not to appeal if I sentence you to 168 months in prison or fewer, meaning that she could honestly get this really high sentence and not be able to fight it. And you agree to forfeit $6 million and restitution of $9 million. So not only is she facing up to 30 years in prison, she's also going to be paying 
$15 million back to, I guess, the government and restitution of $9 million, that might go to the victims. I'm not entirely sure how the law works because I am an English teacher. <laughs> then they asked Ms. Shaw, what did you do? Wire fraud, offering services with little to no value. We used interstate telephones and emails. I knew many of the purchasers were over the age of 55. What is the reason they bought? Misrepresentations regarding the value of the product or service of which it had little to none. Did you know it was wrong and illegal? Yes, your honor. And then they asked about um, the... Uh, the proof that the government had against her. And it, they basically said that she didn't put her name on bank accounts associated with the business. And she only got paid in cash through her company credit card and the New York City apartment that she lived in and used encrypted apps and moved operations to Kosovo to conduct business. This shit is wild and it's still developing. Like I said, th that was transcripts on tweets that I'm reading that are literally still coming out as this is happening. So there's going to be more coming. But Jen Shaw is going to prison. Jen Shaw pled guilty. I, I'm only so, up, I, I mean, okay. Let's talk about this for a second. I'm not like, ugh, this, this is going to sound awful. But like, to me, this isn't as bad as like an Erica Jane situation. Because... I mean, it is. There's no reason why I feel this way. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's just that, like, I don't have as much sympathy for old people who are susceptible. Whereas, like, with Erica Jane, there was that whole documentary about how her husband was, like, stealing money from clients who, like, were scarred in a fire and were orphaned by plane crashes. Like, it's literally the same thing. It's all stealing money, right? Um, but I think just because Jen is more likable than Erica, I don't... I feel worse for Jen. Or not that I feel worse for Jen, but I, like... I hate Erica more. It makes no sense. I'm not trying to rationalize. It's just how I feel. But this is some wild shit. Like, again, we saw Teresa. We saw what happened with Teresa. And I think I'm very forgiving of the Teresa situation because I still honestly to this day think that she had no idea what the fuck was going on. That jo that was 100% on Joe, that she was an ignorant dummy and he was like, here, sign this paper. And she signed it, right? Like, I still, to this day, believe that's what happened. And I think she learned a lot from it. And she is now much more intelligent when it comes to her business dealings. And I think she learned a lot and grew a lot, unfortunately, in the year she was away, especially because it affected her family so much. You know, she lost her mother, I think, when she either while she was in prison or when she first got back, and then her father soon after. And... It made her realize that Joe was no good for her. So like, I kind of feel, I, I, I feel sympathy for Teresa. I do not feel sympathy for Erica Jane, for Jen Shaw. Like, but this is some wild shit to me that we could potentially see Jen going to prison for 30 years. But selfishly, the thing I'm most upset about is that this happened after they finished filming season three of Salt Lake City. <laughs> like, I don't know if I talked about this in the podcast or not, but as season two was wrapping up its reunion, they immediately started filming Salt Lake City season three, um, allegedly because Jen Shaw's court date was approaching and they wanted to get, they wanted to film her 
like live reaction what was happening but then the court date got delayed and they they filmed the whole season and i think they just wrapped a couple few weeks ago maybe like less than a month ago i think and now the court date has stuck and now she has pled guilty so i fully expect that cameras are going to be in her life at some point very soon if they're not already and we will get an addendum to the season or maybe they can try to like start filming again for at least some um, some reactions and kind of try to insert it. I don't know what they filmed. So like, I assume they have to be talking about Jen's court case during the season so they can maybe like start to insert some of this or, you know, like do some creative editing where they integrate it into the season better. Um, and I feel so gross talking about this, but also it's kind of very thrilling and exhilarating and exciting in a way because this is happening in real time. And it really blurs the line between reality and reality TV. And I know that I've addressed this at some point in the past here on Fake TV Critic that reality TV has gotten so, especially with the Trump era, right? That reality TV has gotten so ingrained in our lives that there's really not much distinction between what is entertainment and what is actual reality for people every day of their lives. You know, like Donald Trump was a TV personality. He was a tabloid personality. And then that fame and notoriety was turned into a very harmful period in American history because we as a nation could not and as a people, as a race of people, could not differentiate between what should be entertainment and what actually has the potential to affect real lives. And this, on a much lesser scale, is very much in that gray area, right? Where this is entertaining, like, to me personally and to a lot of you that are probably listening to it and people who watch The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, Bravo fans, to people on Twitter. Like, my phone blew up about a half an hour ago when this news broke, I had a couple of friends already text me. Twitter went crazy that this, because to us, this is entertainment, right? Like we've been following the story on a TV show, but now like reading that transcript, we also have to realize that the reason Jen Shaw faces up to 30 years in prison is that she ruined people's lives to the tune of $15 million. Like, I don't even know what that means. I'm a, I'm poor, right? Like I work like two, uh, sometimes up to five jobs just so that I can like have spending money so I can like go on vacation a couple times a year and not, not even more ever extravagant, don't get me wrong there. And so that I can like subscribe to all the streaming channels and shit that I want. And like, I don't know, pay for Spotify. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm sc scraping money together all the time. And so to me, $15 million like isn't even a real number because I'll never know money like that. And so I'm the kind of person that if I had my livelihood taken, I would be ruined just like these people that Jen and her partners and her company defrauded. And as entertaining as it is to like watch this unfold and to see it happening in real time and to potentially see it play out on TV when the third season of Salt Lake City airs later this year or early 2023. Again, I feel kind of gross talking about it because this is the culmination of a 
fight that people have been going through because Jen and Stu Chains and um, her business partners literally took everything from people. And not just people, as she made clear in that transcript, from the elderly. From people who were probably living Social Security check to Social Security check and off of pensions and um, Medicare and all that shit. And then there they are just with nothing. <laughs> so that is happening. Jen Shaw, guilty, will be going to prison soon. And they have not set a sentencing date as far as I know, unless that's also happening today and it just hasn't happened yet. I don't know how that works. Um, but it's, it's now like literally as I'm posting this, it's starting to come out that like some of the real housewives of Salt Lake City were in New York. Um, as Jen was in prison, like this past weekend, that uh, some people from the cast, other cast members, Meredith and Heather, it looks like, were in New York as, I guess, moral support for Jen. Um, so they knew something was happening, I guess, because unless they were just... So we, we will be seeing this play out. Um, and I, I'll tweet whatever the sentencing is when that happens. Um, this was scattered and very last minute. And again, I'm not, I didn't plan anything, but there we have it. Wildness, wildness. Um, stay tuned for more. I, I'm at a loss for words at the moment. Um, Go listen to Small Town Failing wherever you get podcasts now for that episode I just did with Joe. Um, keep your eyes glued to whatever the fuck is going down on Twitter with this case if you are interested. And I imagine if you listen to this podcast, even if you don't watch Salt Lake City, you probably are interested. And I'll probably be back with another bonus episode at some point this summer um, as a kind of catch up with what I've been watching and what's been happening. And I'll... I'll talk to you all soon. Find me on Twitter at fake TV critic and yeah, who it's a wild day.